This is Brett. This is Lana. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. <laughs> What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. In this episode, Jeffrey is not here, sadly, but a big shout out to Jeff and to his mom and to his wife, who I'm sure both would like to remain nameless. But this episode <laughs> is for them, and uh, we'll look forward to getting Jeff back next time. Yes. But I have a very special guest, <laughs> Lana. What's up, everybody? I haven't talked to you in a while. Lana's been on, I don't know, the last episode that you were I on. I can't even it goes remember. Back a few dozen, I think. <laughs> yes, it does. And Lana's got some film chops. Lana, you just finished teaching a course at MIT. Yes. Called? Called Hollywood Remakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. Talking and? about race and gender and the different changes of characters, changing their race, changing their gender, and what we all think about that, the cultural aspect of all that. Yeah. Give me yeah. A, a, a film where you would like to see the male lead swapped out for a female lead in a remake. Wow. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and for some reason, Inception came to my mind. Oh. Because I would oh. love to have seen a diff- an actress play that and, you know... Yeah. yeah, Inception. And then she would have a psychotic boyfriend. Right, or the husband, and Ooh, you know, and have good. her lead the team of folks. So they're remaking everything else with women. So In this episode, of course, we'll kick things off with Waititi Watch. Uh, we have a new segment called News Nuggets, Woo-hoo! sort of like the old Topical 10. <laughs> then we'll get into stuff Oscar Isaac says about episode 9. And we love us some Oscar Isaac. Because he says a lot of stuff about it. And because he's beautiful. And lastly, episode 9 footage has been shown. Lana, someone has seen footage. I can't believe that. I can't either. I get so excited just thinking about it. (laughs) And do we know what the footage is? Oh, we do. And I'm going to tell you later on. Yeah, so people (laughs) might want to bail. We'll give a spoiler warning at that point. It's not anything that happens in the movie. It's kind of scenes, who you see, in what sort of background maybe. Okay. Uh, But first, we want to shout out our sponsor, Cafe Sol Azteca in Newton, Mass., bringing you Taco Donna Tuesdays for the remainder of the month of March. So there's still time to take advantage. Get some incredibly delicious, authentic Mexican food at Cafe Sol Azteca in Newton Center, Newton, Mass. And if you tell them the Skywalk sent you, you will get 10% off your food. That is so cool. And not your alcohol, (laughs) because I think it's a law. (laughs) <laughs> that they can't do that. I don't know. But anyway, you can get 10% off your food. And lastly, social meteors. Lana, this is where the good move milkers can find us on social media. Okay. iTunes, just search for The Skywalk. Three words, The Skywalk. Sky is in sky. Walk is in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. And subscribe there. Best way to get all of our episodes. And leave us a review. That helps other people find out about us. Spotify, same deal, The Skywalk. Disgracebook is facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk, Instagram, The Skywalk, and Potomatic, StarWarsOverCoffee.Potomatic.com. Lana, let's kick things off with Waititi Watch. This is the segment where we tell you what's up with Taika Waititi. (laughs) Ever since we found out he would be directing an episode of The Mandalorian, that gave us an excuse to include him in a recurring role in our podcast. (laughs) According to Variety... The Thor Ragnarok director is set to helm Apple's TV adaptation of Terry Gilliam's, is that how you say it? Guillaume? I don't know. Is it yeah, French Gilliam. name? I don't yeah. know. Gilliam. Mm-hmm. 1981 fantasy flick, Time Bandits, which is currently in development. 
I like this, Lana. You know, it's just so random. Especially yeah. Especially Terry Gilliam movies, and it's like Time Bandits. It's looked on, looked on as a good movie, right? No, it is. Okay. But, you know, with with uh, his type of style, it's yeah. is he going to make it a lot more humorous than it was? And Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. My take on remakes, Lana, real quick. Yeah. The worse the movie was originally, the more I think they should remake it. <laughs> I'm all for, and in Star Wars too, some of the worst parts of Star Wars past, like the, right. the like the animated series droids from the 1980s, yes. was so bad. But I want to bring the aesthetic back, mm-hmm. but make it good. No, I so it's kind of like the the bigger train wreck it was, the more I think they should remake it. We got an eight piece news nugget today, Lana. Wow. First news nugget. That's a terrible name. That's why I'm kind of going with Maybe it. Maybe you should call it like a tender, news tender. News tenders. Oh, I like chicken crispy, tenders more than nuggets. Crispy and juicy. <laughs> yeah, like the Burger King ones. Oh, they're delicious. That's what I try to tell my kid all the time. I'm like, why are you getting McNuggets when you, you can get, get chicken tenders? You should get the tenders. tenders, right. First news nugget. Ian McDermott, Brian Herring, who uh, plays BB-8. He does the, uh, I think he's the puppeteer he's for BB-8. He's a puppeteer, BB-8. I believe. And Mark Dodson, who was Salacious Crumb in Return of the Jedi, wow, are all headed to Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Uh, next news nugget, Triple Force Friday. I mentioned this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is serious or not. This is real, though. Uh, the latest in a tradition of Star Wars product launches, Triple mm-hmm. Force Friday is set for October 4th, later this year. Here's the interesting thing, Lana. So yeah. they do this every year or every time... There's a new Star Wars movie coming out right. in, in the winter. They do this Force Friday thing in the fall, which is when they release all the toys and stuff. Right. This time around, because there's so much coming up in Star Wars, yeah. there will be products from Episode Nine. Okay, that makes sense. The Mandalorian and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, an action-adventure game releasing holiday 2019. Well, we have seen any trailers or anything from Man- Mandalorian and Star Wars Jedi? Um, yeah, I think. Okay. I mean, presumably so we we're going to see all of that in out. a few weeks. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually super excited about that. I buy at least one toy from each of these Force Fridays. <laughs> I don't think I would be buying anything from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> They'd really have to do something special there. Well, it took me forever to get my, you know, the little fish nuns that were in. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the Last Jedi. Yeah, what, you ordered the pop final on I Amazon ordered, and it was exactly, back ordered for like nine months? And it was months? back ordered for nine months. Yeah. And it was my favorite character, but it was a random character. But Well, on October 4th, <laughs> you'll be able to just pick it right up at Target. <laughs> no waiting. We well, just it depends. Have to... Do we think there'll be an episode nine? Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, the fish well, nuns. Yeah, well, they were on the island with Luke. Yeah. If right. they go, eh, I don't know. I so think they're done with the island. I'm probably done with the island. Yeah, I don't see them going back there. That's upsetting. Um, and it's really difficult to film there. Yes. So, yeah. Oh. Next news nugget. This one is about Disney+, Plus, which mm-hmm. includes Star Wars, but also everything else yeah. Disney. Uh, this was recently announced, Lana. At mm-hmm. some point, fairly soon after Disney+, Plus launches, yeah. the entire Disney motion picture library will appear on the streaming service. So the movies, uh, and this was a quote from Bob Iger. He said, the movies that you speak of that traditionally have been kept in a vault, air quotes, and brought out basically every few years will be on the service. Was he talking about like Snow White, Cinderella, Everything. Bambi and all that? All of it. Interesting. So they're really sweetening the pot. They really and, are. And they've said it's going to be cheaper than Netflix. Um, and Bob Iger also stressed that newer films will find a home on Disney Plus within a year of their theatrical release. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Within a year? Within a year. So Captain Marvel, I think, might be the first Marvel movie to be on there. Right. And this is only, uh, let's see, what are we in, March right now? We're in March. So this is like six months away, probably, six or wow. seven months away. There's a rumor that uh, some of this new content, like The Mandalorian, right. will be coming out around late October of this year. Wow. So we're not that far off. So if he's doing something that's going to be cheaper than Netflix, then is he going to take every Disney thing that's on Netflix off? Yes. Wow. Yep. It's all coming back. Wow. Bringing it all back like a tsunami. You know, like the water goes out (laughs) from the beach (laughs) and it comes back in in this massive Disney Plus title. It'd be interesting to see how people react to that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's 50 something movies like just the actual Disney animated movies. Right. Because if you remember, Tangled was number 50. That's right. And there have been several since then. That's right. So just that alone is a lot. That's a lot. and then there's so much more in the Disney catalog. Oh, those Disney films were so depressing, though. When you, you know, parents yeah. died in most of and them. And racist. <laughs> yeah, and very I, racist. I'm kind of convinced at this point <laughs> that they're only making a live-action Dumbo because the animated one was so it was racist. so racist. Same thing with Peter Pan. Right. I don't know which one's worse. I wonder if the crows are going to be in the re- Oh, goodness. <laughs> the new Dumbo. When I said Dumbo was racist, I wasn't even thinking of the crows. You were like, whoa, what were you thinking Do you remember of? the workers at the beginning? Yes. They're literally... Right. Shadowy black figures. Exactly. Like in the most literal sense. That's so funny. I was thinking of the crows. And I think they're faceless. Right. Well, they are faceless. Which is like, oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, next news nugget <laughs> on a lighter <laughs> note <laughs> via IndieWire, puppeteer slash actor Frank Oz. And let's stress the actor part because puppeteers are actors. He's also a director. And a director. Mm-hmm. Best known for his role as some guy named Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoke about The Last Jedi recently saying, I love the movie. All the people who don't like this Jedi thing is just horse crap. It's about expectations. The movie didn't fulfill their expectations, but as filmmakers, we're not here to fulfill people's expectations. So they're still debating over The Last Jedi. They're not. You know what? <laughs> Frank Oz, let the past die. Exactly. Kill it. Kill it. If you have to. <laughs> interesting to hear from him. I, actually, I don't actually agree him. with him. I think that's true of some people, but not everybody that didn't like The Last Jedi. Right. It's not racism or sexism right. or I just don't, you know, it didn't meet my expectations. Some people just don't like it. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, you know? that's okay. Speaking of... Mark Hamill recently told RadioTimes.com that he thinks killing off Han Solo was a big mistake for the franchise. Really? Two comments on this, Lana. Whoa, I don't agree. First of all, please stop, Mark Hamill. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop stoking the flames. That really is stoking the flames. Of Last Jedi hate. Wow. Um, Oh, not Last Jedi hate. No, Force Awakens. Yeah, now Force Awakens. But on the plus side... It's not just Ryan Johnson ruining childhoods. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars Resistance. The show's executive producers, Athena, Yvette Portillo, and Justin Ridge, recently told Good Morning America that just as a few Easter eggs from another TV series called Star Wars Rebels popped up in the 2016 movie Rogue One, Mm -hmm. you may remember the ship from that show appeared, the ghost. Right. It's all over that movie. Um, she said fans might just see parts of Resistance crossover into future films as well and live action shows. Hmm. Producer Justin Ridge said, there are things that fans will be very excited about. Obviously, we don't want to give away too many secrets. Now, Lana, I'm assuming you haven't seen Star Wars Resistance. I have not. The current animated series. It just concluded. Okay. They just had their finale on Sunday. Beautiful animation. Yeah. I mean, stunningly beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I am in awe of that show. <laughs> it really is. It's the best animated thing I've seen on TV in hmm. a long, long time. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited to hear that some of these things, even j- if just Easter eggs, mm-hmm. you know, you see one of these a- characters that's only existed in animation have a live action appearance, even in the background, I would be thrilled to see that. You know what's interesting of what you talk about these movies and these little Easter eggs, it's obviously playing to the people who are diehard fans. Yeah. But then you have, but are the majority of people who are going to see movies like the Marvel movies and the Star Wars, are they all diehard fans? Or are they just people who have watched Star Wars and they enjoy it? And so they wouldn't it, get these little yeah, it's, Easter eggs. It's, it's, it's 50-50 probably. It's probably yeah. more, but I, I would say it's actually, for Marvel and Star Wars in particular, it's probably more than 50-50. It's probably okay. 60-40 in favor of the hardcore fans who, who do appreciate that stuff. Right Now, Star Wars Resistance, it is deliberately aimed at a younger audience. Okay. So... Not all of the hardcore fans even are watching that show. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but that's the cool thing about it. I okay. mean, for this one in particular, mm-hmm. these characters are so colorful. Yeah. And the designs are just beautiful. The art design on the show is incredible. Okay. So they're just going to look good on screen. Okay. I'm confident of that. <laughs> so whether you would recognize that they're from that show or not. Right. It works. Okay. You know, it'll work. All right. Um, just like the ghost in Rogue One. You... If you hadn't seen that show, you'd just be like, oh, there's a little ship. Right. And, it, and it's so quick that you wouldn't notice so it. So you wouldn't notice it. Right. And even the droid, the little astromech chopper right. from Star Wars Rebels, he rides by at one point. He wow. rolls by. Um, and if you hadn't seen that show, you wouldn't know it. You but he's no right at home in the Star Wars universe. Right. So you're just like, oh, random droid. Fine. <laughs> but, you know, if you are invested in all that right. stuff, it's more rewarding. No, it is. And that's, that's very sweet that they do that. Yeah. And it gives it yeah. some rewatchability. No. Right. You know? No. Oh, it's great. I love it. Uh, last news nugget. We'll dip this one in some sweet and sour. Uh, from Den of Geek. That's a, that's a thing. Yes, it is. According to Matt Smith himself, the former Doctor Who is not in Star Wars Episode Nine after all. What? Yeah, I know. Smith said, as far as I can tell, I'm definitely not. So, okay, does this mean he did film stuff and they're just not going to use his stuff? That's what I would take away from it because it was reported. I, apparently, it was never part of the official casting announcement. But right. it was reported that he was in it. That he was in it. Yeah. And nobody, <laughs> no one from Lucasfilm ever said, no, that's not true. He right. never said that's not true. Right. So it certainly sounds like they filmed stuff with him. But now, Lana, this could completely be a misdirect. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Now, of some of the is. some of the rumors, you know, there have been these crazy fan rumors about Grand Admiral Thrawn appearing. I don't know if you're familiar with no, him. No, who's Thrawn? He's probably the biggest character in what is now the disavowed Star Wars canon extent expanded universe. Okay. But he, he was he's brought back into canon mm-hmm. in the show Star Wars Rebels. So there's this thing about him possibly coming back. And if you look at Matt Smith's face, yeah, if you paint it blue. He is Grand Admiral Thrawn, okay. in my opinion. Okay. That's, I don't know that that's a big rumor that people right. are running with or anything. So I'm not saying that's going to be the case. That's interesting, though, that he's saying he's not in, in it, it, which yeah. also means that maybe he has seen as first pass. As far as pass, he can tell, yeah. As far as he can tell. Or maybe because, you know, maybe the check just didn't clear. Maybe. You know? Or maybe J.J. actually just told him, which is nice that, you know, a director would actually tell you ahead of time because right. some don't. Right. And then all of a sudden you've <laughs> had plenty of actors who have been like, I thought I was going to be in the movie. Yeah, Anna Paquin, X-Men, they, Rogue. They had a whole Rogue cut of one of the X-Men movies, oh, yeah. and she didn't even realize, you know, she you wasn't in. You invite one. your whole family and entourage exactly. for the premiere, and then you're not <laughs> and in you're it? you're not in oh, the movie. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that was a nice courtesy of JJ then. Yes, that was a yeah, nice that's a good, courtesy. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. But maybe. It's disappointing. I did have a hard time envisioning him at home in the Star Wars. There are certain people. Right. And it's not even necessarily the level of fame. Right. Where you just think, if I see them in a Star War, it's yeah. going to pull me out of the experience. You know what I mean? See, I well, the moment I heard his name, I thought, oh, we got a villain here. Yeah. You know, right. I because he just looks right. That How can way. he not be? How can he not be in the first you know, order? Right. As some right, lieutenant as or admiral or right. commander. Yeah. Right. Totally. I hope he is. I hope he is. Put him on board. So let's talk about someone we know <laughs> is definitely in Star Wars Episode Nine. There better be a lot of him, baby. Oscar Isaac. Woo-hoo! Man. Everyone is so in love with Oscar Isaac right I now. highly recommend Triple Frontier on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Yes. I've, I've Which is what he's been doing all the press for. Yeah, but right? Yes. That is an unbelievable cast. It's an incredible cast. It's it's a good movie. Obviously, it has its faults. And oh, Lana. Things, well, speaking of that, tell hmm. us the thing about... So I didn't include this in here because yeah. I didn't find out about it. You're the one who told me yeah. about him and his co-star. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. They were sitting there talking to each other, and they were just reading what the internet was saying about them. And Oscar casually mentioned that uh, Pedro was going to play the Mandalorian because he was the one who convinced him to do it. That's awesome. That is very awesome. You hear that, people? So Poe, not only is he a hero on screen in Star Wars, but he's a hero to us now. Yes. As an actual human being. Exactly. For bringing in Pedro Pascal, who looks like he's just born for this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and there's an interview with them on Wired. Yeah, I believe it's Wired. Go to YouTube, Mm -hmm. hit up Wired's channel, and watch an episode, uh, (laughs) an episode, a video of uh, Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal. Um, They look like good buds. They do look like good buds. Isn't that nice? Your friend just like, hey, you should oh, do this man. movie. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Nice. It's like, huh. So things Oscar Isaac says about episode nine, because he's been talking. Yes. This is really interesting um, because he's doing this, yeah, this press tour right. for Triple Frontier, his, mm-hmm. his new movie on Netflix. Of course, every time Everybody. he gets asked about episode nine and he's actually been saying he's so good. Yes. That he, you can almost tell that JJ's okay with him talking. Yeah. Because he knows he's not going to say the wrong thing. Right. So here are four things, four Mm -hmm. more things uh, (laughs) that Oscar Isaac has said about episode nine. Here's the first thing. This came from the Associated Press Mm because we credit our sources, Lana, as you know. Nice. It was the most fun it's been. There was just an energy, a looseness, an excitement to the whole production. Now, we've talked about that before. He said that before. Yeah. But here's a new part. And knowing that this was the conclusion of not only our time there, but the nine stories, these nine episodes of the Skywalker saga, it's incredible. I think people are just going to be blown away. Do not mention Skywalker (laughs) and the end of their saga. It's coming to an end, Lana. I'm with you. I don't need to see the Skywalker saga end. I would love to see it continue. Granted, in new and fresh ways. But there's only one way it can end. and Yeah, Lana doesn't like that this means that Kylo must die. Right. Kylo, Kylo dies. He's a like, mass murderer, though. <laughs> he's an abusive mass murderer. And so he has to die. He had mommy-daddy <laughs> issues, okay? Is, is there any way... Lana, here's and the thing. Sto- okay, yeah. here, here's, a, here's a scenario, though, okay. that you will like, okay? okay? This is my only hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some kind of continuance that would actually be somewhat acceptable, maybe. Yes. You like all those qualifiers? I do like all those qualifiers. Um, that instead of dying, right. because he's done so many horrible things, that even from a real-world perspective, right. from a social perspective, you cannot let someone who has an abusive personality, who's also murdered people in cold blood, including right. his own father, right. live on and be redeemed and everyone be cool with it. 
So okay. he would either have to be killed as a villain okay. or die in redemption, giving his life because he finally got it. You know, he finally right. turned good and gives his life for the greater good. That's the second option. Interesting. Okay. Third option would be that he gets it, he turns around, he turns good, and then is basically a fugitive from justice. Right. Who, this is just the th- no, fanfic that, no, thing. That, I came up with my head, That's an interesting Lana, one. Yeah. Where he would live on, he has to hide out because he's wanted, um, but he's just doing good things across the galaxy. Also, how do we know that Kylo Ren from hasn't been in a relationship? Uh, like, we don't. maybe he's in a relationship. Maybe he has a kid somewhere. Maybe we don't he know does. that. Oh, yeah. We oh, don't boy. know that. Wow. You know, the Skywalker saga can't end. There has to be another Skywalker out he's there. He's deeply indoctrinated in the ways of Vader, and maybe he feels like he needed to have an heir to carry on. Thank you. Yeah. Because even Vader got married. Right. Right. On Lake Cuomo, <laughs> which implies he, maybe he knows George Clooney. Maybe. Where would they go on the honeymoon? Oh, let's not get into that. I, um, I just don't want Kylo Ren to die, people. I, I like that Oscar me. Isaac says that people are going to be blown away, because I, yes. I really hope that's true. Uh, the next thing he said was when he was on Jimmy Fallon. He mm-hmm. was asked if he was surprised at how his relationship with Carrie Fisher was such an emotional centerpiece of the film. Interesting. And here's what he said. I wasn't surprised because I remember we were doing that. We worked a lot, and her and I worked together so much, too. And we would talk about the scenes, and we would, you know, we got very tight during the shooting of that. So it was a beautiful thing to see, and it gets carried over into the new film. I guess that's my biggest question is how are they going to do Leia? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, you know, the tech, tech, from the technical standpoint, they've right. said they're using footage that they had already filmed exactly. for both right. The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Right. How they make that fit into a how cohesive story. How they make story? that fit unless it's a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Carrie Fisher were still alive, which would be wonderful, yes, and I would. wish she was, then this would be way more exciting to me. I agree. To see that this relationship, I agree. that whole dynamic is explored further in the new movie. Right. Because, but now you're just sitting here and you're wondering, how are they going to kill her off? Yeah. And, I and think, that's a sad thing to start thinking about. Right. It is. Right. Obviously, we're skeptical that you can pull that right. off uh, right. in a movie where she's not around right. to shoot it. And, I, and you know, if she was around to shoot it, I'm sure this would not be the end of the Skywalker saga. Oh, yeah. Maybe it not. It wouldn't. Yeah, you know. I mean, what? You'd have to kill her and Kylo together? I don't know. They kill one per movie, so... <laughs> You know, <laughs> maybe we'll, you know what? Maybe this is the end of the Skywalker saga, but the beginning of the Calrissian saga. <laughs> that one's for you, Jeffrey. That's for all of us, because I would love to see that. Um, oh, we're going to talk about Lando again. Oh, we are. Okay. Uh, but let's get on to the third thing Oscar Isaac said yes. about episode nine. On the Today Show, he put the nail in the Skywalker coffin. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm now realizing this is redundant with the last one. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've already talked about it, but I still don't agree. Yeah, but he, here's just a different way of Oscar Isaac saying it. Referring to episode nine, he said, it is the end of the entire Skywalker saga. <laughs> nine stories. This is the culmination of the entire thing. What J.J. has done and the entire Lucasfilm team is incredible incredibly fulfilling. It's also special for us because you get to learn a lot more things about these characters. So yes, again, if you're on the uh, Skywalker side of things, this is very sad news to hear the final nail you being get, put in the coffin. You learn more about these characters if most of them are dead? No, not those characters. <laughs> you know, see, this is the bright part, Lana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is it the Skywalker character? This is where the optimism and positivity shine through. I'm not an optimist. If you know me really well, uh, Brett can tell you. I know you. you're not, but deep down, I think you are. <laughs> You're like Kylo. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I like that. I like that we're going to learn a lot more about these characters. Okay. I like that it's not just, you know, because you could 
sometimes the third movie in a trilogy, it's sort of just the battle. Right. You know, right. and I just want more character explana- exploration. Right. But I'm curious, you know, it's saying you get to know a lot more about these characters. Are we going to go back into Ray again oh, yeah. about who her parents are and all of this stuff? I mean, uh, huh. I'm, I'm with Kylo. Kill it. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I hope that uh, here's what I think. Yeah. Based on things that J.J. Abrams has said mm-hmm. and the fact that we know that what was said about her parentage in The Last Jedi came from an unreliable narrator, which is Kylo Ren. True. So not everything he said has to be true. But you could tell in her face she kind of knew. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's that's how I felt. I think by and large it's true. Maybe there's right. a little wrinkle in there where it's like, oh, yeah, well, that is true, but. Yeah. And maybe there's something a little special about who they actually were. Right. Maybe. Maybe Obi-Wan's her uncle. But I'm okay with not. I, I agree. I hope they don't yeah. get, go back into that and rehash it. No, that should be done. But I do think there's a lot more to learn about Rey. Because oh, I still do think that, again, now that we've kind of cleared the deck and, right. and said her parentage is basically nothing to write home about, I would like to know more about, well, who is she and who is she going to become then? Right. Or maybe she has siblings. Do we even know she has she's siblings? She's just starting to find out who she is. Right. right. Does she have siblings? She might. Right. Just because just her parents were, were drunkards. Exactly. In didn't... a pauper's grave. Right. In a Jakku desert. <laughs> um, they traded her. For gambling Jakku. money. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? That's a funny line. <laughs> I love that, <laughs> I Lana. I love that line. Oh, Lana, great segue into the last thing that Oscar Isaac said. And yes. that's why it's so exciting. Because he said that line with who, Lana? Finn. With Finn. Oscar <laughs> Isaac said, I think the one thing, this comes from Metro News. I think the one thing I can say about Star Wars Episode Nine is that it has just been the most fun for me. Particularly working with John Boyega. Because we have, because we have just had... Okay, that is what he said. Okay. I thought I read it wrong. <laughs> because we have just had so much more to do together, Aww. and we just really connected in a great way. It was really a wonderful way to finish it for me because John was the first person I met right when I screen tested. Right. It was just with me and him, so it just felt like a real full circle thing. That's such a bromance. Yeah. Aww. That is so exciting. That is, because it is interesting, because the movie did start with the two of them, and it would be cool to end it. Yep. So, Lana, the last bit of very exciting news. Oh, my God. Footage has been shown, Lana. You need to tell me about this. People in this world, Mm -hmm. this same world that you and I inhabit, have seen footage of Star Wars Episode Nine. There are people who have seen the entire movie. Lana, this is what I love about you. Of many things. (laughs) You were as excited about this as I was. I was. Just knowing that someone has seen something. That's all it takes. Does it bring joy? Does it inspire It brings you? joy. Yes. According to Dark Horizons, I got this from Dark Horizons. It's making the rounds. Mm-hmm. As part of a conference call with investors the other day, now a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. Disney Pictures, and namely Bob Iger. Lana, Probably Bob. Mm-hmm. Showed off new footage. Can you just imagine this guy? He's not making the movie. No, he's, he's not. not acting. He's but not directing. But because of who he is, he gets to see it. He gets to show it off. Yes. Showed off new footage from Avengers Endgame, which is cool too. Right. And the first footage of any kind from Star Wars Episode Nine. Now, my question for you is, do they have to sign a non-disclosure? Um, because if I were Bob, I'd go home and be like, kids! Well, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> like, Usually I they do. Tell yeah, someone. So maybe they were you know? told not to say anything. I don't think the, the non-disclosure could have been too airtight. No. Because no. a user on Twitter 
Yes. Was apparently one of these investors that got to see the footage, and he posted a description of what he saw. Interesting. Bring it on. So we'll give uh, the Moof Milkers a little warning here. Yeah. Spoiler alert, people. Obviously, they're not plot spoilers. Right. They're not like, oh, we saw Ray missing an arm. Like, nothing like that, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> it's really just... Uh, I'm, I'm telling people this in case they do want to stick around. Right. So, you know, what it is is uh, descriptions of what character it is mm-hmm. in what type of setting. Okay. Uh, describes types of ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one that describes a character in a setting with a thing, a relic, if you will. Um, that's not a big spoiler because it's something you've already seen in one of these movies. Right. So, but if that sounds like more than you want to know, right. go ahead and tune out for a couple minutes yeah. and uh, and then come back in. Yes, please. Um, so here's what they saw. Lana. Okay. This is what he wrote. This guy's name, by the way, is Scott Ladawig? Ladwig? I don't know. How you... Is that his real name or is that like a username? I don't know. But if I remember right, he kind of looks like a Newman kind of guy. Okay. So you remember when Newman gets the Barbasol can in Jurassic Park? Yeah. Like that's how this guy was when he saw the footage. <laughs> he's just so excited. I wonder now so that he, he's posted it, have people like, has he been fired? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's giving money, right? So right. he's an investor. Well, he's getting money now. Yeah. He invested, you know. So he can't say stuff. Okay. He technically yeah. bought Lucasfilm too. Right. 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 That's so here's what he saw. He said, oh, this even the first part, Lana, you're going to get chills. Oh, God. We saw a blockade runner in an abandoned-looking hangar. Blockade a runner, blockade Lana. Blockade runner. Yeah, you, you, this is the the ship that Leia is in when we first meet her in A New Hope. Oh, that's that's right. a blockade runner. The, is it the tent of four? Don't know. That's right. An abandoned-looking hangar maybe suggests that like they're dusting this thing off. Maybe. I mean, it makes sense if you think about where the resistance ended up at the end of Last Jedi. Right. They've got nothing left. They've got nothing left. So they're probably... (gasps) I just remembered something else, Lana. Bring it. What? We talked about in a past episode. Yeah. They're filming in the same place where they filmed the Yavin 4 scenes in Rogue One. Really? Do they go back? Do they go back? Dust off some Y-Wings. Okay, let's move on. This is just too... This is too (laughs) exciting. And this is just, just the first snippet. It was probably a second long. I right? bet it was. The next thing, an explosion knocking stormtroopers into a starship hangar bay. Eh, no big deal. Eh, you that see happens. that in every movie. Yeah. Now here's a here's a big one. Yes. This is the one that's closer, closest to spoilerish. Okay. Kylo Ren in a white room looking at the Vader helmet. What's he wearing? He still got it. It doesn't say. A Twitter white user room? Scott Ladewig didn't say Lana. But he's in a white room. That's that. What's he just, doing in a white room? Just that sounded cool to me, though. That does, especially if he's wearing all black. Right. Yes. Right. And you, he still has the Vader. You see? Yes. Okay. This is amazing. Oh. Oh, giddy. White room. Oh, I'm so giddy. Okay. <laughs> next thing. Oh, this is what we love. Ray, Finn, and Poe in the Falcon cockpit. <gasps> all three of them together in the Falcon. Falcon. Oh. Falcon. Falcon. Whichever one oh. you choose. Isn't that? See. It's just exciting. There's a love triangle there. Oh, is there? <laughs> so that's a good question. And, so, and notice Rose isn't there. Right. Right? Right. What happened to Rose? Is she comatose for the whole movie? That's a good point. I don't think so. I think she's got a big role to play. I think hopefully she has a big role. But, oh, you know, yeah. I always think back to, you know, that ending when supposedly Poe and Ray met. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. There was something there. Yeah. Oh, yes. But it's really great to hear that the three of them are going to be together for the first time because they're they're never together. They're never together. Until the very end of The Last Jedi. Exactly. So they haven't had any they screen time any together screen except time. for like two seconds on The Falcon. Oh. 
Okay, Lana, this next one is two words. Oh, God. But they're powerful. Yes. Lando briefly. The list of things they saw. Lando briefly. Just a shot of Lando. That's all you need. And when we see that trailer, would you be surprised if there's just a quick shot of Lando? Because people are going to explode. Lana, there's going to be... You could oh. look out the window here in Cambridge, Massachusetts yes. and see the mushroom cloud over Chicago three weeks from now when that trailer drops. I want to know where Lando is and Finn Bear not be next to yeah. him. Yeah, Lana, do you know what we talked about a few weeks back? A, huh. a, a user on Twitter, yeah, awesome illustrator, mm-hmm. posted a quick little comic strip yeah. of Ray, I think Ray and Chewie flying the Falcon back to Cloud City and meeting Lando there. on a platform with the beautiful orange background. Right. Can you imagine? But what is Lando's role now? I don't know, man. I think he's retired. I think he's retired. So why why are we bringing him in? I don't know. I don't know, but just don't question it, Lana. Just go with it. I know, I know. But when I heard that he was going to be in it, I'm like, and what purpose? Yeah, I think it's going to maybe, you know, he's a supporter. The resistance, they got nothing left. When they put out their distress call at the end of The Last Jedi, no one answered. That's a good point. Right? So maybe Leia's just like, who can we go to? Who is left? And she trusts Lando. (laughs) (laughs) She does now. She does now. She does now. (laughs) Don't forget Return of the Jedi. We don't don't think Kylo's going to be in a room waiting for them. Oh, man. If he kills Lando. (laughs) Lastly, this is the last one. Yeah. The last glimpse that they saw. Here it is. Ray with Chewie's bowcaster. Oh, no, there's there's one more after this. Okay. Ray with Chewie's bowcaster. Okay. Okay, cool. Right. That's cool. Finn in some abandoned-looking ship interior. Okay, that doesn't really tell us much. No, but he's anyway. always in some. Yeah, he's always <laughs> <laughs> And looking confused. What's yeah. going on? But all these things as a whole, like, I'm so excited. Right. If this, what we just read, is the trailer, fine. I will be through the roof. But you know and over what the moon. they do with those trailers. Yeah. They film stuff specifically for the trailer and then you never <sighs> see it in the movie. Yeah. But I will say this with JJ and Ryan, mm-hmm. I don't think that happened at all with The Last Jedi. And it only happened once with The Force it Awakens. It happened once with The Force Awakens. Yeah. Happened to be the most beautiful sh- scene of, sc- of Star gorgeous. Wars ever shot. Yes. <laughs> Which is so really sad. I'm upset about that. But it was only once, and I'm sure there was a good reason. Now, it's not like when they do it with Avengers. Right. Avengers, they do it because they have all these secrets they have and they're. So much. And I'm, I'm actually okay with that too, Lon. Right. Because, but maybe it's because I'm not so precious about Marvel. Because right? mm. it's a comic thing, you know. Right. It's, it's no, not, every now and then if I watch a movie and I don't see what I saw in the trailer, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, With okay. Rogue One, when I saw Rogue One, uh-huh. I loved it so much. So that's the biggest offender, Yeah. right? Um, and there's a reason for that. I can't there get into it now. There is a reason for it, but yeah. But um, there was a lot of that stuff in the trailers that didn't make it into the movie. Right. But I enjoyed the movie so much the first time I saw mm-hmm. it that at the only at the end did I realize like, hey, wait. That TIE fighter never flew up right. in front of Jin's face, and this didn't right. happen. And uh, Krennic didn't walk through the shallow water right. with his beautiful white cape dragging along right. the surface. And it's you know? little things like that that you're <sighs> just like, oh, man. Was that the second most beautiful shot that ever, was ever beautiful. filmed for Star Wars? That My was beautiful. Goodness. But, you know, I don't think – J.J. doesn't do that too much. I hope not. He'll just So whatever the most beautiful scene is from the trailer in three weeks, will not that's be the, the one movie. that won't be in the movie. <laughs> but everything else will. That's the rule of thumb. <laughs> Lastly, Lana, mm-hmm. um, the episode nine panel has been announced. So okay. we keep referring to this 
with the culmination of the Skywalker saga, this by way of StarWars.com, so it's official, uh, <sighs> arriving before the end of the year, the Star Wars Episode Nine panel is one you will definitely not want to miss. Why am I advertising for that? Wait a minute. Which panel? Is this at the Comic-Con or where is yeah, this Yeah, the, the Star Wars Celebration Oh, the in Celebration Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably talk about our plan for celebration, what people should be excited about right. and look for in our next episode. So how many people are they expecting at this thing? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. A lot. A lot. Lana, people are so Star Wars So it crazed. is like Comic-Con. It is. <laughs> yeah. People are so Star Wars crazy. They had this thing called like the Jedi Master Pass or something. Yes. And the wonderful thing about it is, uh, I say that like a shill. <laughs> like... This is just brutal, <laughs> brutally ripping you off. But yes, we're if not you tell get you how that much pass, you get into every single panel automatically. So ah, it's the fast pass. That's the fast pass. For Star Wars Celebration. Yes. Now, this thing was like, I want to say eight or $900. Ooh. Okay. And I actually considered it. I like, would too. That's how enticing that is. Just to think, because everything I said about the panel, I say that to people who don't have the Jedi Master Pass. Right. But if you can get guaranteed access to every panel, by all means, go to that panel. Oh, Because that's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Exactly. Um, But that's how crazy people are. And that Jedi Master Pass, in the time it took me to think about it and think about the repercussions when I get home and tell my (laughs) wife that I spent. (laughs) Because you'd have to buy multiple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, Just in the time it took me to think about it for about two minutes, they Mm -hmm. sold out. Wow. Like they sold out $900 passes of to a Star Wars did. convention. Of course they right. did. Lastly, Lana, mm-hmm. this episode year in Star Wars, this is a new thing we do where we take the episode number of the Skywalk and apply it to the actual year. So this nice. is episode 81 of the Skywalk. 81? So going back to 1981, what happened this year in Star Wars? Here's something interesting, Lana. This comes from George Lucas. I might cut this whole segment because this might be too How much Skywalk for one day. I was four. I was three. Yeah. <laughs> was three. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but keenly aware of Richard M. Nixon, weren't we? <laughs> yes. Um, George Lucas said, when asked if Emperor Palpatine was a Jedi during a 1981 story conference, because again, people Whoa. didn't know who Palpatine was, right? They asked if he was a Wow. At that point, on sc- he's just on screen. He's just on screen. Uh, George Lucas said, no, he was a politician. Richard M. Nixon was his name. He subverted the Senate and finally took over and became an imperial guy. And he was really evil, but he pretended to be a really nice guy. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So he was based on Nixon. Then of years course. later in 2005... Uh, George Lucas said he originally conceived Star Wars as a reaction to Nixon's presidency. And here's his quote. He says it was really about the Vietnam War. And that was the period where Nixon was trying to run for a second term, which got me to thinking historically about how do democracies get turned into dictatorships? Because the democracies aren't overthrown, they're given away. And this comes to us by by way of History Channel. Is he saying that Vader turned everything into a dictator? Well, this sounds to me, Lana... This sounds to me like the early kernel of what the prequels would become, which does make sense. Oh, right. The prequ- I yeah, keep I think forgetting about those. <laughs> this is him, you know, so he's being asked in the middle of the original yes. trilogy okay. about the Emperor's background. Because the prequels, it right. did, that did happen. And he did have a backstory already worked out for him. Right. And that is cool. Right? Okay, that is cool. No, so I even can see if it, it was, in those movies. Even if it was interspersed with Muppets in the prequels, right. you know, he did have this kind of cool political... No, I get that now. ...heritage there. You right, know? okay. On a lighter note... Completely, I, I completely forget those three movies. Going back to 1981, Lana, yes. this got me also like just so sentimental. Uh, on April 10th, 1981... Mm-hmm. An anniversary we will soon be upon. 
This comes from StarWars.com. Mm-hmm. It's back. The Force will be with you for two weeks only. Star Wars is re-released. Star Wars A New Hope, that is, is re-released for the third time in 1981, Lana. Nice. But with a major new addition, episode four, A New Hope, is added to the opening crawl, which was not previously on there. So when the movie came out, I think it just said Star Wars. Star Wars. So that's when it was added. It was 1981. But imagine, oh. do you remember the days of movies being re-released in the theater? Yes. I mean, it sort of still happens they're now. Sorry, they're still doing it now. And they usually do it now for the Oscar push. For the Oscar ones, To remind yeah. people like, hey, this movie right. came out a little while ago, but remember how good it is? Exactly. Uh, back then they used to do it because, you know, we didn't have VCRs quite yet. Exactly. So they just put it back in the theater. And I remember being a kid and being so excited when they would do that. Anyway, that's about all we have for today. But we have one last shout out. We want to shout out Jane Ebner on Facebook. Okay. And we want to shout out Adam Mobley on Facebook as well. Because those two, they're they're not connected in any way. Mm -hmm. um, But they're two loyal fans of the Skywalk. And they're always liking our posts. And uh, and we're really happy to have them listening. Nice. Hi, guys. Uh, Next time on the show... Uh, last time I talked about something called Laser Sword. We hope to bring that into the next episode okay. when we also do our Star Wars Celebration Preview. That'll be the last episode before the big event. Lana, thank you so much no, for being No, thank on. you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is Brett. This is Lana. And we're just talking about Star Wars all, all the, time the time on the Skywalk. Oh,